0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.
1: From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, July 15th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead. With summer, comes vacation, and for many, that means extra reading time. So we are learning about some of the best new
0: books with ties to the St. Louis region. It is so St. Louis, and like I just felt like as she's wandering through, driving through, that really she captures how St. Louis feels. Left Bank Books' Shane
1: Mullen shares some of his top local releases with St. Louis Public Radio's Kay Petron. First, the news. The St. Louis and St. Louis County Health Department say more people are using emergency rooms for mental health care. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton tells us, their report finds rates for patients visiting the region's ERs for mood disorders and psychosis increased by more than 40 percent between 2010 and 2016.
2: The report's authors analyzed hospital admission data and found the rate of mental health-related ER visits for men and women went up in both the city and the county. However, the rates were higher for black people, men, and people in high-poverty neighborhoods. Dr. Fred Eccles is the director of the St. Louis Department of Health. He says the emergency room can offer vital treatment. But many with chronic mental health problems such as depression or anxiety need to be treated over time, not just in the ER. Those-
1: or conditions that really require treatment over time, so an individual would need consistent care over a period of time um, to make sure that they stay on course.
2: He says the rising rates show the region needs more psychiatrists, psychologists, and therapists, and that health officials need to work on educating people on how and where to get treatment. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Metro bus riders in St. Louis and St. Louis County are dealing with changes. Service ended yesterday at 450 bus stops. Metro Transit says those changes are designed to make sure more buses run on time. Executive Director of Planning and Systems Development Jessica Gershman says new geographic information technology is allowing for the wide-ranging overhaul.
0: That enabled us to do a comprehensive analysis of all these bus stops. The first one we've properly done in about 10 years.
1: Gershman says most closed locations are within a block of each other and riders can easily walk to the next stop. Metro has more than 5,000 bus stops in Missouri. A hot and unusually wet summer has stretches of Illinois roads at the breaking point. As Sam Dunklaw reports, drivers are being warned to watch out for road buckling. It's not the first time parts of Illinois roadways have literally exploded. Guy Tridgel with the Department of Transportation says highway workers see the phenomenon nearly every summer. Moisture that's in the pavement uh, literally begins to, to boil. Uh, and that causes the pavement to expand uh, and buckle or blow out. Um, and with uh, traffic and the pounding from vehicles, that can exacerbate the problem. Tridgel points to Illinois' aging roads, especially interstate highways, which are more susceptible to sudden blowouts. This year, though, state lawmakers have approved a massive infrastructure plan. Over the next six years, $25 billion of that will be spent fixing roads and bridges. I'm Sam Dunklaw. <laughs> Summer for many means more time for relaxation and reading. We tracked down Shane Mullen at Left Bank Books to talk about some of this summer's best books with St. Louis Connections. St. Louis Public Radio's K Petran started by asking Mullen which local books are
0: flying off the shelves. So one that in particular is uh, Alison Rollins' A Library of Small Catastrophes. She is formerly local. She grew up here in St. Louis, and this is her debut book of poetry. And Sarah Kinzior is just magnificent. Her book, when she comes in to sign, we can barely keep it on the shelves. So...
2: And that's The View from Flyover Country, mm-hmm. and, and that's sort of a series of essays.
0: It is. It's a series of collected works that she had previously published as uh, individual, and she has collected it for this really incredible political essay book.
2: So if somebody wanted to read something that's, say, set in St. Louis, even though the author isn't necessarily from around here, what what books are they looking at?
0: I loved Laura Benedict's Stranger Inside. It is so St. Louis, and like I just felt like as she's wandering through, driving through, that really she captures how St. Louis feels. What's the book about? It is a mystery. It's a really intense kind of dark psychological mystery. A woman comes back from her... Uh, We can get away and there's a man living inside of her house.
2: Are there any recent releases from authors sort of around Missouri, not necessarily super local to St. Louis that people should know about?
0: Jill Orr is a Columbia author and her new book in her series uh, is The Ugly Truth. And it just came out, so I haven't read it yet, but I read the first two in the series. And they're delightful kind of millennial mysteries, I think is what she calls them. Uh, So that's one that has come out and uh, recently out. Laura McHugh, The Wolf Wants In, is another Missouri author that that comes out here in a couple weeks. And it's set in Kansas. She's wonderful and really doing great things for Midwest noir is the genre that she kind of coined and is working in.
2: Is that sort of an Ozark TV show vibe?
0: The new book, yes, has like kind of the drug, kind of opium epidemic going on as well as a subplot. So there is a lot of the feeling from Ozark, like kind of the dark and gritty.
2: What would you recommend for younger readers?
0: For younger readers, I definitely recommend Anthony John's Mascot. It is set in St. Louis. Fred Bird is one of the main characters. It is a story of a boy who loses his father in a car accident. He is now in a wheelchair and trying to figure out what his life is now. And it's really beautiful and it just, like, happy moments, very sad moments, but really incredible. And Cat Zang, for Memory of Forgotten Things, Cat is local. She lives here now and is working kind of in fantasy. So for readers that like a little bit otherworldly.
2: What else might people who want to read some science fiction or fantasy be finding from St. Louis authors? Well,
0: I love Anne Lucky. Uh, we've hosted her a number of times and uh, the paperback for her book is coming out this fall. Uh, Raven Tower, which is fantasy, but she won all of the major awards for her first book in the Insular Justice series. So she's just wonderful for science fiction fantasy authors.
2: What's a book you think every St. Louisan should know about?
0: Jabari Asim. All of his work from all ages. He has kids picture books. He has poetry. He has novels. And his newest work is a collection of essays called We Can't Breathe, all dealing with kind of current affairs in the Black community. So it's really touching on a lot of subjects that a lot of St. Louis people can identify with.
1: That's Shane Mullen of Left Bank Books talking with St. Louis Public Radio's Kay Petron about books with St. Louis ties that you might want to read this summer. Our Maria Altman edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur.